Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The program is dedicated to protecting preserving and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you during these, uh, I would say, difficult, trying times. We've had more bad news from a national perspective this week, which we're going to talk about on our show today, and that's primarily the heavy hand of political opposition, which happens to be right now the United States Justice Department and a big portion of our legal justice system uh, coming down on political opponents. And we'll flesh that out and talk more specifically about it in just a moment. But that's going to be a major topic on our show today. Of course, as you know, the Roger Franklin Williams Show is where we cover, give you the, what's going on locally, nationally, and statewide. And we do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. It's all presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. In a few minutes, we in a little bit you know, later on the show, we look forward to being joined by Congressman Don Dan Webster. Of course, he had a very a huge, exciting primary victory, um, and now he's on to the general election, and we'll be speaking with him about uh, various things a little bit later on our show. But right now, I'm pleased to let you know I'm also joined by our co-host today. Co-hosting the show today will be our friend Derek Hicks president of Thompson Jewelers. And Derek, I'm especially glad that you'll be, I'm always glad when you join me and um, I'm always glad when we can have conversations off the air as well, but I'm especially glad you're joining me today when we have so many important and I would say disturbing things to talk about. Yes, Roger. Thank you again for having me. It's so important for all people, whether you're a business owner or just an ordinary citizen to know what's going on. And, uh, you know, programs like you keep us informed. And, you know, let's pick it up there because, you know, two things happened this week uh, that really just caused me to have chills, frankly. And I think um, I I, I think a lot of other people, uh, Americans feel the same way. And that is one, you know, the uh, the word, I guess, may may have come down late last week, but where a number, large number, dozens of President Trump's associates, close associates, um, have now been targeted by subpoenas. Um, a, a lot of people suspect that that uh, kind of has uh, uh, an intimidation feel to it, that the, the reason for this is primarily, um, you know, j- just just is related to the fact that President Trump is a target, if you will, of, of the uh, power structure in America right now, the Democrat Party, the, the, the left. Um, and and that um, it, it has, uh, you know, it, it this this this. 
um, these subpoenas are, are, are somewhat related to that, just kind of send a message to President Trump and his supporters, which you know I think would certainly include me, and I'm pretty sure would include you, um, about, the, about the heavy hand of, of the law, if you will, uh, in America today. Can you share your thoughts? Well, yeah, never, if you look at our history, both of us love history and somewhat historians, you'll never really find a time where that's so openly what the Justice Department is doing and it, it threatens people, even if they don't bring charges against you. The idea of them giving you a subpoena, it scares you. Even if you're a, a senior, you know, been through all this before, it still bothers you. And I, they know that. And that's why they're doing it. It's to threaten you in a way that will make you be quiet and not talk. And that's what, it, you know, when you think Lady Justice, I always think a Lady Justice member, if everybody knows Lady Justice, that's that statue of the lady, beautiful lady who's blindfolded and she's holding a balance. See, she can't see the difference of what party someone is or what nationality or color. It doesn't matter. And that's what the Justice Department has lost, its ability to not be blinded and not see political parties. No, no I agree 100 percent. And I think it's something that needs to be be addressed. Um, equal justice under the law is one of our most cherished values. Uh, due process is one of our most cherished values. And it certainly appears to me, and once again, we're, you know, we're not alone. I'm not alone. Um, that, and I don't want to speak for you. So if, if, I, so if, if, I, if, I, if I am, you know, correct me at some point. But, you know, it appears to me that this is excessive and that these subpoenas and, and other actions recently, uh, President Trump's, uh, the raid on President Trump's home, I think is an overreach by the Biden Justice Department, if you will, um, the FBI, um, and it has political overtones to it. That that uh, this isn't just about uh, in, quote unquote enforcing the law. It it it's it's largely about significantly about um, sending a, some kind of a message to your political opponent. Well, yes, and you talk about e- you mentioned equal justice. Even if you thought what President Trump did when Mar-a-Lago was wrong. Then you would think also what Hillary Clinton was with all those emails that she deleted and bleep beach bit and what did she hammered it and all those different things. And remember, if you remember, Comey said that, yes, there is enough information to maybe bring a case against Hillary Clinton, but no prosecutor would take it. So we're not going to do it. Well, again, that set a precedent. So. Even if you thought what President Trump did was wrong, which I don't believe it was, but if you thought that, still, there's two systems of justice. If you're a Democrat, you get away with things. If you're a Republican or especially a conservative, they seem to go after you. That seems to be exactly the America we're living in today. Certainly, I've never been aware of anything like this in my lifetime. Um, I'm not aware of it any time in American history. Um some people might want to argue that I have heard people talk about Woodrow Wilson, you know, certainly overreached during World and Jay, War I. And J. Edgar Hoover, if you knew him oh, from oh, there, yeah. yes, oh, he yeah. did go. Yeah. Oh, but here's the thing that's but, so but, different, but he, Roger. he was a rogue actor, yes. basically. But again, here's something that's majorly different. They usually went after, they would go after Trump. But they would not go after his supporters and way down the line to a my pillow guy. Come on, he had no power within the administration at all. That is what is totally different than we've never seen that before. They have to go after actual citizens. No, I, I agree. It seems like there's a huge, a very wide net, 
and the wide net. So the crime here seems to be political opposition. <laughs> you know, the right. crime here seems to be even uh, an, an ideology, a vocal ideology. You know, and of course, um, the My Pillow guy has been been very vocal um, about his political philosophies, which which are right in line with the Constitution, um, which are the same as mine, largely. Um, and many of the people listen to our show. It, that seems to be the crime here. I mean, I mean, it seems like there's really there's no obvious justification for for you know going after um, accosting and going after the My Pillow guy. There's there seems to be no justification that's that's apparent at this point, at least, uh, to the associate, the, the dozens of associates of President Trump. This just seems to be kind of a message that, hey, OK, we don't like this guy. We don't like this guy, Trump. We think he may or may not, you know, have have broken some laws or but we, we're, whether he is or not, we're, we're after him. You know, we're out to get him and, and we're going to include you um, in the process, too. That's what it looks like to me. Well, yes, and exactly. And some of the things they're going after these people for is questioning the 2020 election. But if you go back in time in the 2016 election, how many Democrat politicians and people questioned the 2016? Remember? On the record. Yes, on the record. On the record. They, they, they the questioned. procedures and, and so forth. Remember Putin's puppet they called Trump? And, of course, we know about the Russia-Russia collusion. That was all fake and made up. More and more comes out about that. We see that that was totally fabricated. So now they're doing the same thing. Why didn't they go to their house? Why didn't they raid their house or, or steal any of their check their telephones and, and confiscate their telephones? They did none of that. Again, two different systems of justice, one for one person and one for another. And and one ideology and the ideology that's under attack is the ideology of, of those of us who believe in our Constitution is written and passionately support it and passionately want to see an America that follows our Constitution as written. Well, you know what I was uh, kind of felt better about? I saw there was some whistleblowers from the DOJ, the FBI going to some of the senators actually telling them what was going on. It, it was good to see a little of that. So maybe there's still a remnant of people who were in the DOJ and FBI and those different branches of government who still believe in truth. Like We can only hope. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us today. Our guest is Derek. Our co-host today is Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And in a few minutes, we look forward to being joined also by Congressman Dan Webster, on the Roger Franklin Williams show today. And, and that's a point you made a point that, um, you know, made me think of something. And that is one thing that we're going to, that needs to happen uh, during this situation that's happening is we need to be able to count on our elected leaders, especially in Washington to push back, you know, those, uh, and I'm sure there are, there've got to be some, um, you know, Republicans and you would hope there would be some Democrats. I've kind of given up hope that there are any Democrats that are, you know, going to, push back to represent our constitution as written and, you know, traditional American principles. Um, but, but other times in American history, these kinds of things have been by a uh, bipartisan. Right. Um, but, but, but anyway, but I mean, right now, I think the only people we can count on in Washington are the Republicans and, um, and they don't always come through uh, to the extent that we would hope that they would. But, but I think in this case, we need to, we need to be able to rely on ele- Republican elected officials national leaders in the Republican Party to be very vocal and, and, and pushing back against what happened to the MyPillow guy and what happened to, to President Trump's associates, these uh, politically motivated subpoenas, apparently, and what's happening to President Trump, frankly. 
Well, exactly right. We do have to rely on our politicians. And that's why when we vote for someone to represent us, and especially Republicans, and they get to Washington, D.C., and you know what? I think they get in there with all the power and everything, and they become to forget where they came from. Yes. So it's up to us, Roger. You said it exactly right. It's up to the people to keep those elected officials responsible for the promises they made when we voted for them. And before we go to the break, I do want to add to that. We, we need to be able to count on and rely on our, our national Republican elected leaders and, and leaders. But we, but we also need to do what we can do, too. Right. That, that's not meant to, to absolve us of what we need to do. Regardless of whether the national leaders do what they should be doing, we're going to have to do whatever we need to be doing, and we feel led to do. Exactly right. We have to speak out in the area that we have the influence. Yes, we have to speak out. When the people lead, the the leaders will follow. Exactly. Well, friends, we're going to go to a quick break. Before we do, I want to give a shout out to the guys up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair and let you know that they've got everything you'll need for hurricane preparation as hurricane season, of course, will continue to stick around for another couple of months. You can find them at ApopkaMower.com. That's ApopkaMower.com. Well, friends, we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're looking forward to speaking with Congressman Dan Webster. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country, also defending and supporting our United States Constitution as written and defending our Declaration of Independence and our founding principles and our judicial our United States system of justice, our judicial system, concept of innocent until proven guilty, due process, equal justice under the law, all these wonderful concepts that make America so exceptional. It's all presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Right now, and of course, I'm joined in the studio with our co-host today, Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. Right now, we're pleased to be joined by Congressman Dan Webster. And Congressman Webster, first of all, um, I'd like to have you give us an update on, on things that have taken place in Washington this week. But first of all, let me congratulate you on an outstanding primary victory, a very impressive primary victory. And uh, and, and just just share, just say from my perspective, it was, you know, you, you've really literally dedicated a, the, the biggest part of your life to serving the people, um, you know, and, and, and advocating for our constitutional principles. And I think that that, uh, you know, that that service has was 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 recognized by many, many people that turned out and voted in the primary election. Yes, and I appreciate every one of them. And it was really, really good. Uh, Thank you for coming to our little party we had. And uh, it was just a good night. And now, could you share with us about, um, you know, just what what would you like to share, first of all, um, about about this momentous week in America? Well, um, First of all, I just thought uh, you'd think that the Democrats would somewhat slow it up or kind of try to work it out with uh, some of the things in these last days of, of their rule, uh, but they can't give it up. They can't. Uh, they can't work it out. They just want to keep pressing on with the uh, with the things they have. And they got all kinds of issues that they want to get into law uh, before the uh, time runs out on them in, on January third. So. Anyway, that's uh, sort of what we've worked on again today, but they're running out of stuff because it does no good. They pass these things. We debate against them. They pass them by three or four votes, and then, uh, but it 
Nothing's going to happen in the Senate. So I think we're comfortable there, but still, it's just a, a sad thing that they would go out that way. So um, anyway, one of the good things, though, I thought this was really good. A bill I co-sponsored and have supported for several years finally passed the House this week. Uh, it, uh, I mean, the district I have is the oldest in the country. The average age is 54, the, and uh, there's just a lot of seniors in our area. So um, I've been, uh, and I've been working on serving seniors uh, since I've been there and improving their time. One of the things is is improving the seniors' access to care. Uh, and that's something that passed this week. Uh, I mean, currently, physicians, healthcare practitioners, they got to go through all kinds of authorization and so forth before a patient can get any health services, including uh, getting um, medications, surgeries, and other things. So anyway, we cut that down. With this bill modifies, streamlines, modernizes the authorization process for Medicare Advantage plans including establishing an electronic process. So anyway, it's really just a, a good thing, and I, I hope maybe the Senate will even take it up and pass the bill. But it's been around for a while. I'm shocked that we got, we got a hearing, but we did and end up passing, and so I'm really thankful for that. So that was one of the main things that happened here lately. There was a plus. There's not too many pluses, but that was one of them. No, it's great to hear of a, of a good victory, and once again, that's and I think that's right in in um, keeping character with your your style from day one as an elected official is is you know you're not the flashy guy out there, but you're the guy that's out there working hard every day and oftentimes behind the scenes, but but having an acute understanding of the system and the process and uh, and ultimately making it making it work for for you and and, and for our constitutional principles. Yes, and uh, the yes, the citizens won on that one, uh, especially the seniors in our area, and I'm really just happy that uh, that all happened. You know, uh, Congressman. I, I, I uh, yes. I think I like you so much because you, you mentioning our seniors, you know your area. There's so many different, we'll call them politicians. In my day, they used to call them carpetbaggers, where they would come into an area just so they could run to try to beat them. But they didn't know that area. They didn't. They had never lived there very long. And you know that area. You know the people you represent. And that is so important. And you will not find that in many politicians that night. So I think that's one of your big strengths, too, is you know your area. Your people know who you are and what you stand for. And you stand behind your people. Well, it uh, it has worked out. I mean, there's just something about showing up. There's something about knowing what's going on. And then there's something about just uh, getting in the middle of it. Uh, I mean, not not just giving to Habitat for Humanity, yet, but going down and counting sales and building some uh, houses and letting people live on them. Live on them. That's those are the kind of things I, I like to do. I like to be there, show up, do some uh, sweat, blood, sweat, and tears. And, and I think that definitely came came home to roost on election day. You know, I think there are a lot of people. You know. Ten uh, thousands, maybe tens of thousands of people out there that have been you know touched by by the the good things you've done. That they know who you are, they know what you're about, and you know, they didn't need a lot of hype about it. You know, and then we're going to be, yeah. be be swayed uh, by by other uh, negative voices. Um, now, I would like to ask you, Congressman Webster, you know, about something that's troubled me this week, and I was talking to Derek about it both on and off the air. Is just you know, federal law enforcement accosted uh, Mike Lindell, the better known as the Mike Pillow guy, and 
you know, um, you know, ended up taking his, his cell phone, and I guess, uh, and, and then, and then, of course, uh, about a, several dozen close associates of President Trump kind of had their own encounter with with federal law enforcement, uh, which aggressively and intrusively. Um, personally, I see a political you know tint to this. And as I was, as I shared with our listeners, I haven't seen anything like this um, in my lifetime, and and not to, you know, so I was just like to get get your thoughts on it. Yes, not only that, I was with, uh, and we talked about it a little bit when I, I was there. Uh, a guy from Pennsylvania is a member of Congress, but he's a he's a general in the National Guard. He, uh, I mean, it's crazy that they would uh, go after somebody like that, but he they just took his cell phone. and and did all kinds of other things to him. And Mike Lindell is just a businessman trying to make a living, doing a great job at it, and maybe he's benefiting from all this publicity. I don't know. Uh, I hope he is because it's certainly uh, a pain to have to go through some sort of a strip-down search to looking for tidbits on something. Uh, While on the other hand, we on the other end of the country, we're letting in uh, all kinds of people with no kinds of checkout, no kinds of background checks, no, nothing. We just let them come in, and we want them. We, we beg them to come. There's nothing to stop them. We uh, take them to other cities, and that's bad, except if a Republican does that. So you can, uh, I mean, Biden has sent people all over the country uh, you know, on planes or whatever is used, and then uh, somebody sends, 50 or 60 people somewhere of the thousands that are coming across the border, thousands uh, that are left in those states since uh, 50 or 60 up to uh, Martha's Vineyard and the the press just bared down on that, go crazy about it, give them wall-to-wall coverage. Uh, What a crazy thing that is when really the problem is is the uh, crisis that there is at the southwest border. Thank you, thank you for sharing your thoughts. And I, now, I would like to ask you. Just and we got about three minutes uh, remaining, and this is just a curiosity question from my perspective. Uh, you know, I mentioned to Derek before you, you came on that you know I remember the day in America when you know when something like this would happen, if you will, um, there would be pushback from people in the same party against it. Uh, I, I remember famously during the Nixon impeachment hearings, uh, Senator Howard Baker uh, w- and, and many other Republican uh, congressmen and senators asked very tough questions. Howard Baker asked, you know, the key question: What did the president know, and when did he know it? Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see, and I could be missing it, uh, any any Democrats, you know, pushing back at all against these excesses. Um, you're in Washington. Get what's what's your assessment, and, and can you share your thoughts about it? Well, I'd have a similar assessment. I mean, uh, the rules are different, and they are really different. Uh, I mean, there is a, a lockstep Democrat party. That's one of the that's one of Marco's charges against Dow Demings. She's lockstep with Nancy Pelosi. So if it talks about closing down, shutting down, making smaller police departments and all that, even though she headed one, Uh, It doesn't matter. You're going to vote with her, and that's what she did, and now it's coming back to roost. I I know I have never seen anything like this in my life. Never. Chilling state of affairs. Well, Derek, you have another question coming from Congressman Yeah, just something to kind of close on your for November as it comes to the election, some of your thoughts. 
Well, I, I just think, uh, you know, if you, if you go one way, you can have just the same. You can have a, an economy that's busted. You can have a, a, uh, a, a supply chain that's broken. You can have higher prices for food and clothing and gas and everything else there is, uh, which is the way it is right now. Or you can get a change, and that change we're working on. We're going to roll it out uh, this uh, – we're going to do it Monday, but that's uh, in deference to the Queen. We're going to do it the next week. But uh, it's a uh, just a commitment from Republicans to say, here's the way we want it. Here's the way we want to see it. Here's the stuff we're going to sponsor that changes the way we're headed. And uh, the, I think the, the uh, choice is clear. Uh, keep it the same. Keep the economy struggling. Keep the uh, keep the uh, taxes high and raise them higher, or you can have a change that'll be better. Not just a different change, but a change that's going to bring about a country that really respects what we are, and go, and we can go back to being self-sufficient with oil. We can go back to having a, a supply chain that works. We can go back to having lower gas prices, all of those things, plus uh, we can build the wall. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for representing you know, all those things and, and doing it for 40-plus years and for joining us today, Congressman Jan Webster. Yeah, thank you again Thanks so much. We, we sure appreciate you up there fighting for us. Thank you. All right. Thank you, and thank you for the work you're doing. It's awesome. Appreciate it very much. Have, have a nice day. Good day. day. Friends, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. We'll be back. I'll be back with Derek Hicks, our co-host today, president of Thompson Jewelers, and we'll continue to talk the issues of the day. Please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Friends, welcome back the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today as we talk about these monumental issues that face us in our times and specifically, more specifically, what seems to be an increasingly consistent uh, attack on our liberties, our God-given constitutional rights and liberties um, as specified in the Constitution. Talking specifically about Mike Lindell, uh, the MyPillow guy being literally harassed by federal law enforcement, by several dozen close associates of President Trump, same situation. And of course, we all see what's happening to President Trump, which I personally feel is just extraordinarily um, awful uh, political overreach. So those are some of the things we're talking about. It was great to have Congressman Dan Webster to join us and briefly, and it's always great to catch up with him and uh, appreciate him joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show, as he's done throughout these many years. And we're pleased to be joined in the studio by Derek Hicks, our co-host today. Before we go back to Derek, I want to, of course, let you know that our program is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And, of course, you know that Christner's is where you'll find generous servings of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. They're conveniently located in Orlando, um, just on Lee Road. 729 Lee Road, which is just two blocks west of I-4. Reservations recommended, of course. And also want to give this word from our friends over at Miller Sod Sales. 
and let you know that Miller Side Sales strives to do their best for every customer every time. Miller Side Sales takes great pride in their clean, well-maintained equipment, their honest, dependable work, and their fresh, quality sod. Let Miller Side Sales green up your life. Family-owned and operated since 1995. And you can find out more about them at johnmillertruckingandsodsales.com. That's johnmillertruckingandsodsales.com. Now back to Derek Hicks. You know, Derek, I thought it was interesting when we asked uh, Congressman Webster if he had seen anything like this, this overreach you know, about what happened to by federal law enforcement, Mike, Mike Lindell, the Mount Pillow Guide, the Trump Associates. Um, and he said that he hadn't seen it either, and he seemed as, as perplexed about it and, and um, I guess, discouraged about it as we are. Well, yes, and how long has he been in Congress? And he's saying he's never seen anything like it. So when he makes that kind of statement, that has a yeah, lot of weight. And in the Florida legislature going back to 1980. Yes. So he's been in elective office. And like I say, back in those days, and that's when I was very active in the late 80s, uh, when I ran for office in 88, you had pe- you know, people in both parties that, that would go against the leadership or would go against the, the, the party line, if you will, uh, if they thought something was, was um, you know, co- constitutionally wrong or, or um, you know, just, just uh, violated core principles. Um, you know, you would have people within parties that, that speak out. And I don't see I haven't seen I can't say one Democrat. You know, Alan Dershowitz um, has has spoken about some of these things. And uh there, the professor, there's a professor, I think, at Georgetown law professor who's a liberal, who's who's you know, very eloquent speaking out. But but other than to, about those two people, I haven't seen any Democrat, liberal, however you want to phrase it, um, you know, speak out about these, these uh, what I think are egregious um, violations of, of uh, just the spirit of American uh, political discourse. And, you know, Roger, I think why we don't see that anymore is because. Our society was built on principles, and the principles we're going to be celebrating Constitution Day here coming in a day, I believe, or so, and and we've lost those principles, the principle of truth. Okay, it didn't matter whether you're Democrat, Republic, or Independent. If someone was lying and they were guilty of something, you said they were wrong. That's not what they should be doing, whether it was your party or the other party. We've lost that. They no longer will say it, and especially the Democratic Party. Sometimes I think when a person is corrupt and bad, if they're long as they do the special things that the Democratic Party believes in, they'll support them even more. So we kind of lost the uh, to search for truth and things that really matter. Congress, Congressman Webster mentioned the word lockstep. You know, the, the Democrats yes. in Washington are in lockstep with, with Nancy Pelosi. Well, what a terrible person to be uh, in lockstep with. And, and that just gives me shades of, of societies, which I don't even mention, that, that, that are antithetical, whose political traditions are antithetical to, to our political tradition of, of free speech, individual liberty, uh, all these things, equal justice under the law, innocent until proven guilty, due process. I mean, all these things um, you know, seem to be vanishing right, or, or being violated right before our very eyes. Well, that's so true. And and again, I think you've never had it where a party now, Democratic Party, we've talked about this a bunch on your show. They're not the Democratic Party of old. They're a, basically, if not socialists, are sure heading that direction. And again, they and put totalitarian. A, exactly. When they always say fascism, they, they say that the conservatives are fascist. They need to look up the definition of a fascist. Uh, you know. and, and they say they're for democracy. Exactly. They're for democracy. Yet fascism, where you 
what did they use the heavy hand of government to control you know, the people? People to do things like lock people in their homes. Uh, yes. Say people can't go to church. Yes. Shut churches down. Shut businesses yes. down. Sounds kind of like fascism <laughs> to me. So anyway, yeah, it's interesting. Mandatory vaccinations. Uh, yes. Hey, well, how's that working out? Mandatory vac- vaccinations. None of that is democracy. Yeah. Yeah, none of that is constitutional, democratic, Republican type things. It, ideals, it's totalitarianism and it's, it's fascism. Exactly. We're, and also control. Of course, another definition of fascism is they control big business. Remember, the government works with big business. Who else works with big Google comes to mind, Facebook, all these massive tech companies? And here you have an administration that works hand in hand with them. And that's an exact model of of Hitler's Germany. You yeah. know, they they you know, his Hitler's Germany worked, as you said, hand in hand, great relationships, if you will, with with these me- mega large industrial corporate giants and entities. Right. And again, we're not comparing Again, somebody will say, "Oh, we're comparing. We're not comparing them to Hitler or fa- that kind of fascism." Just but a what it does, statement, yes, yeah, it, of, of the way that that exactly. econ- economic model works. But what it does, which Roger is correct on, it lays the groundwork for a future tyrant to arise, and because he already has all the power. And once again, as we talk about consistently, and I'm not sure if a whole lot of people are getting it. I know most of the people listening to our show are getting it. Is the fact is. Um, how small business is just integral to a free society. I mean, Aristotle talked about that, you know, how, how the, one of the core building blocks to a, to a a free society is to have a a strong middle class. And of course, small business is an integral part of having a small, uh, a a, a strong middle class where individual people are out are self-sufficient and they don't need to rely on government. They don't need to rely on handouts. You know, they're, uh, they don't, they're, they're, um, they're essentially moral people who are not running around breaking the law. You know, they're self-regulating, if you will. Well, exactly right. And, you know, you mentioned small businesses. And I listen to you as you talk about the businesses that you represent on this show. And, you know, as your listeners, it's up to us to support small business. And I think small business gets a bad name a lot of time, Roger, because they, they think because you're a small business that you can't give a good price. But things have dramatically changed because now big business has such massive overhead that they have to pay for all their big-time CEOs, all their advertising. They pay millions and millions. Most of the time when I look and shop around, a small business will have a better price than a big business. Plus, small business usually will serve you. You can talk to an individual. If you have a problem with the product afterwards, you can come back to them and talk to them. They care about you. And that is why it's so important for all your listeners to support small business. It is the backbone of America. Absolutely. And and, and so often, generally speaking, um, you're going to get better service at the small business. And in many cases, most cases, um, and I'm an example of it personally, um, the small businesses will give back and, and help other uh, entities in the community, whether it's the local schools, whether it's a show like, like, like mine, frankly, whether it's, you know, something that, po- you know, some positive element in the community, it's your small businesses that, that are contributing to that. Well, exactly. So again, that's why it, and it's sometimes it's hard because smaller businesses may be a little bit further for you to drive or not as convenient. 
But when you go to a small business, as Roger said, they're usually so friendly. They care about, they're not just trying to push you into something you don't want. I know when they come into our store, we are so, we always say we're not pushy. We want to help you find what you're looking for and to get something that just fits what your need is. We're not there to push a product on you. And that's what most small businesses do do that. They are wonderful and they're so important to the background, I mean, of, of who we are and what we came from. Thank you for bringing it up, Derek. And, of course, Thompson Jewelers is, is one of my absolute favorite uh, you know, small businesses. And, and it's a great point. It's a great um, time for me to mention that Thompson Jewelers supports every show that you hear, every show that you hear right here on our, our stations, uh, the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, our sister station, WTL and Christian Radio, and the, our messages of of support for our free enterprise system and our messages of patriotism. Well, yes, we've been a supporter now for over 20 years. So we love all the shows and it is, it, it's the backbone of America too, is we debate. Even if we may not agree a hundred percent on every issue, it doesn't matter. It's because of Roger's show, American adversaries exactly go on and on about the shows that are on Salem. That is the reason America is great, because we're able to debate our ideas, and that's how you get the best idea. And then there's certain principles that we were founded on that we will never compromise on, because those are the backbone of what has made America the greatest country the world has ever seen. Exactly, and, and one of those uh, is free speech, and thank you right. for bringing that up. We haven't even talked about free speech yet, and once again, that's one of our cherished American constitutionally protected values that once again I feel is is under attack uh, from from the left and frankly from the Democrats that are pretty much and, and the and the media the mainstream media if you will the big tech media that's that's so much incro- has so much influence these days. Well, exactly. You say free speech. It used to be again. You could say pretty much anything you want as it comes to politics nowadays. If you say certain things, we know about the old woke movement that they come after you. And when they come after you, the only way you can survive is to stand on your principles. One thing we learned from President Trump and now Governor Ron DeSantis is when they attack you on something, you have to stand on a principle, something you believe in that you know is right. You don't back down because you know who you are and what that principle is. Perfectly stated. We're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, Eric Hicks, President Thompson Jewelers, and I will be here. Please stay with us on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And of course, as we know, distressingly, um, here recently, we're um, many of these issues are... Uh, from my perspective, impacting and intruding upon our cherished, God-given constitutional liberties. I'm talking specifically about what happened to Mike Lindell, better known as the Mike Pillow guy. He was accosted by federal law enforcement. Uh, also, a similar situation happened with several dozen um, you know, close uh, associates, if you will, or people that are close to Former President Trump, and even I think uh, I would include the, the, the things that the trials that President Trump is going through right now, including having his, his house um, uh, raided by law enforcement. So anyway, those are topics that we cannot avoid that we address. And we're talking about those 
uh, our program throughout today, um, as you know. It was great to have Congressman Dan, Dan Webster join us as well um, to share, give an update, and to share his thoughts about um, these trying times as well and things that are happening in Washington specifically that relate to us right here in Central Florida. Um, of course, our program is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, and I want to give you this shout-out right now to our friends at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, let you know that they have everything you need. First of all, as you know, they're your one-stop headquarters for all of your lawn and garden needs. That's whether you're a, a homeowner, um, a property owner, uh, a business owner. They carry only, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair carries only the best outdoor power equipment products and the best lawnmowers in the business. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. That's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now let's go to Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. And, you know, Vito, in, in trying in disturbing times, it's always great to to catch up with you and um, share a positive, uplifting moment uh, with, a, with a great friend and a great patriot like you and, and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. Roger, how you doing, buddy? Good afternoon to you. Thank you very much. And, you know, let's um, talk about some of the ways that you can specifically help our listeners in the same way that you've helped me many times uh, preserve their precious, cherished memories. And let's start right now with, since we are in hurricane season, um, what you can do specifically and what people should be thinking about in terms of their cherished memories during hurricane season. Roger, yes, especially since pouring rain you're here today like it is every day here in florida but uh just to refresh the memories or the um the, give the listeners an idea of what we do here we get customers in every single day and when they come in they usually have like maybe a specific job they'll they'll need something restored like a videotape or a camcorder tape they come into the office here and they realize that we restore just about every imaginable audio video and film product that they can ever have. They said, I didn't know you did 35-millimeter slides. You can scan them and put them into JPEG files. I didn't know you did pictures and negatives. I didn't know that you did real-to-real audio and put those on the CD or MP3 flash drives. We didn't know you did vinyl. Uh, Every imaginable thing that people bring in. uh, A gentleman came in today. He must have been in his 80s. He brought in a record that he had done with his band back in the 70s. We just restore that. So people are amazed. Anything that they can even think of, audio or video, in any of the formats, or like I said, in photographic imaging, we'll restore and put on the new, updated programs, files, and playable uh, soft software that they can use and, and especially share with their family and friends for years to come. Thank you for bringing us up to date, keeping us up to date. And yes, one thing that I've kind of learning, we talked about this with Derek Hicks in terms of political issues, but I think it um, rings true, especially with our conversations with you about network sound and video is sometimes I just assume people, um, you know, know things that they might ne- necessarily know or, or be up to speed on things that they know. And, you know, and you do so many things at network sound and video. It, I think it's important to, to, for us to periodically bring up people up to date about the, the large variety of ways you can help people, uh, preserve their precious right. memories. exactly right. So like I said, when they come in, they see our little museum here of all the stuff that we've got lined up from old film cameras from the 1920s and 30s. 
and you know we restore film 16 millimeter and 8 millimeter film bring that back to life and uh, we shared some things with a customer that brought his stuff in from the 1970s and he's well up into his 80s and he said this is amazing he hasn't seen this film in 50 some years and there was children on there and playing around and christmas time there were boat rides and they were in canada and he's like you're seeing the entire world history of what was happening in his life for over 50 years ago when his kids were just in toddlers and diapers you know he's going that's my little guy you know it's just amazing you know what they're saying and and we bring it back to life for them and like i said because of the old formats how they have changed nobody really has uh, a, a projector or if they do the bulb doesn't work the uh the uh, belts are broken, so they couldn't watch their old film, even if they wanted to watch their old film. So they bring that in, and we take it, we put it in DVD format, we put it on format for them in MP4, it's called, which is just like what you would watch on a, uh, a YouTube video. That's an MP4 format. So we put those on flash drives and hard drives, and so they can watch these things over and over again. And the same thing with reel-to-reels and audio cassettes. People have cassettes, and they say, well, I have a cassette that was on my answering machine 30 years ago. If you remember, the answering machines have a cassette on it, and, and you'd hit the button and it'd play, and then afterwards you had to hit the other button to rewind it to play that message. Well, there'd be little kids on there, like maybe two years old, calling grandmom and saying, Grandmom, it's me, Nicole, for instance, you know, and the grandmoms that come in here, they do not want to lose this thing ever. And now the little girl's like maybe 32 years old, you know, so it's great. And they're laughing and crying at the same time. So it's, it's, it's everything you can imagine. Bring it in. We'll tell you if we can restore it. And if we can't do it, we've got partners and industry associates that could possibly do something that's maybe out of the norm for us, but we'll get them into the right ballpark so that they can get it transferred over. So important. And friends, we're speaking with Vito Fira of our friends at Network Sound and Video. It's where your memories last forever. And, you know, as I was thinking... One thing I do want to emphasize is the fact that, you know, people that you know might be saying, you know, well, I've got our pictures and I've got in these beautiful album and things like that. Well, the thing about that is, uh, you know, the, the, the I say the rare people that 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 don't have things just piled in boxes like I do and like so many of other our listeners have. But even for the people that have things fairly organized and you know, can put put their hands on what they want when they want to and so forth you have to be physically present with your loved one to share that with them. Whereas once you get things digitized, once you have things have you know, Vito and Rhonda, have you digitize things? All you got to do is just plug it into your computer and you can share it with your friends and loved ones all over the world via computer. That's exactly right. Yeah. Especially if they have uh, pictures where we scan them and put them in the JPEG format where they can add 10, 15, 20 of those pictures at one shot and it just attach them to an email and send the sisters, brothers, moms, dads, folks all over the world. And the same thing, but they can put it on Instagram. You can attach them to Facebook. You know, anything that they could show, birthday parties and Disney trips and Caribbean cruises and everything imaginable that's out there that, uh, that they can now share with their family and friends. It really makes it remarkable. And the main thing is when they get it off of these old formats, which are very, very heavy, the old tins of real, of, uh, real, real film, or the big canisters, uh, VHS tapes, which are big and bulky and heavy in boxes, they can put these things in their pocket and walk out and jump on an airplane, for instance, and take their family uh, pictures and films and, and audio cassettes that they've stored for years and years and years and go visit people around the world, and it's in their pocket or their purse. It's really cool. 
and, and, and that reminds me, I've got something I need to bring over uh, to you as well. Now, mine's actually um, on a, a thumb drive, but I need to get it converted over to DVD. And um, you know, look forward to getting that over to you soon. And then I will share a little bit about that maybe with our listeners as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's exactly what we do. We, we've done that for you. We talk a lot of stuff off of your telephone. People have telephones that they can no longer use because they've upgraded them, for instance, but they've had thousands of pictures on their phones. We can extract those off of them for them and put them into a new format, put them on a flash drive or something that they can now put on their new, new phones or put back on their computer. So that's just another thing that we've got here that uh, we can certainly restore for folks. Well, Vito, we're down to about our last two minutes. I just would to say something very briefly about, <clears throat> excuse me, hurricane season, because that's one of the most valuable things you can do is you can get these things, uh, precious memories, out of people's boxes where many cases they can be stored where they could be damaged by floods or, or a, a leak in the home or, or things like this, or you might have to leave them behind if they have to evacuate. You can get you can take care of that very simply. Just please share that with our listeners. Yeah, let's just say about the lightweight and compact systems that are we, still, we store to, they can save things to like a pocket flash drive. It just fits right in their pocket. We can store it to a small, compact, external hard drive which fits right in their pocket, or just simply, you know, if they, they prefer CD or DVD, audio can be stored as CD, the DVDs can be can hold all the videotapes if that's easier for them. You know, several people had still have the good old DVD players, and they want it on DVD because it's easy for them to watch and it's easy for them to move and store around. So especially during times like this, if you had a flood or a fire, hurricane, you know, any, any kind of things like that where they say, well, we've got things ready to go, you know, they may pile up some valuables when they know that they had to get out and they put a family plan together where if we had to run or escape in a certain amount of time they would grab these things this would be something that they would have prepared and ready to go that if they had to run they had to go they had to get out even if it's just for a quick vacation they know where these things are they grab them right off their bookshelf throw them in their pockets purses or or into their luggage and they can move with them quickly and lightly and not have to worry about bringing those heavy masters it's one of your most valuable resources and i urge our friends to take advantage of it as i plan to do as well well Vito, thank you for joining us and thank you for the great work that you and ron to do at network sound and video in so many different ways Thank you so much, Rod. Take care. Make it a blessed week, and God bless. Vito Fira, Network Sound and Video. Well, friends, it's been great to have you join us today. I want to thank once again our, our guest, Vito Fira, Derek Hicks, President of Thompson Jewelers, and, of course, Congressman Dan Webster. Shout out to our producer, Jeff. Friends, thank you for joining us on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Have a wonderful day.